Podnuts wants to thank everyone who supports the network by going to www.podnuts.com slash Amazon. Hey everybody, welcome to Geeksters episode 169. This is a show where we talk about all things geeky. If it has a computer in it, at some point we're going to talk about it. From cars to studios to iPads, yes, and sometimes just random stuff. Uh, before we get going, I want to introduce, uh, I want to say, well, not introduce, uh, they're a current sponsor of Nuts. They've been around. I actually met the owner of this company when I was in Chicago. It's greeninc.com, and that's not how commonly spelled. It's gr33nink.com, and uh, check that out. That is a site where you can go and you can get banners, vinyl lettering, car magnets, vehicle wraps, large print, large and uh, anything you want to do, it looks like he does a whole bunch of stationary printing. He does UV. Uh, he does silk folded business cards. This guy does it all. Um, check it out, greenink.com, gr33nink.com, or just head on over to pops.com. For right-hand corner, you're going to see his little logo there. I want to thank him for being a sponsor of the Podnuts Network, not only Geeksters, but all the shows we do on Podnuts. Um, thanks again for that. Hey, Mitch and Tim, how are things going with you guys? They both said great. So <laughs> <laughs> now we warned you about doing I know, that. I know. We warned there's you. A, there's always this dilemma when. Uh, so I, I'm. You Martin introduce us both. You I introduce get us both. You either get us talking over each other, or you get dead silence. I know. I was supposed to call one of them out. So how's it going, guys? Ah, I did oh, you it did it. Oh my. Okay. Hey Tim, how's it going then? <laughs> So I got Tim already already flustered. This is a great way to start hey, the show. Okay, all right. I got Geeksters tonight. I got Pittsburgh Steelers tonight, right? We're kicking off the we're kicking off the NFL season. We got the Steelers tonight, and it's garbage night. I mean, it's like the trifecta of Tim. Amen. Everything everything good that I need, boom, right there within a period of just a few short hours. I mean, I'm like so. I'm I'm, I'm this must be what it's like to use drugs. I'm just like damn. <laughs> <laughs> you well, one thing I noticed right off the bat, Tim, is that your audio sounds a lot better tonight. Does it? Well, I don't know why. It sounds, it like it sounds louder, not not great, well, but sounds it, louder. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, that's me. I don't sound good. I just sound loud. Hey, that's all right. That's fine. Um, I don't know. I haven't done anything, and so, but hey, I'll roll with it. I mean, you're still not using the. Uh, oh no! It's, it's good it's mic. All, yeah. Ah, it's just all cobbled together. You know how I roll. <laughs> yeah. Lumpy. Lumpy. That's all right. All right. Hey, Mitch, how's it going? It's going good. I was telling you before the pre-show there, um, oh, sometime back I put, like a dummy, put Lollipop on my Nexus 7, and it's just, it's been horrible ever since. No, you know, I, I did factor resets. Of course, when you're doing a factor reset, it's with Lollipop. And, uh, and I thought I cleared a partition cache. I did it again, and maybe I didn't do it the right way to, the first time, but it did improve it a heck of a lot. It's very, it's very usable now. Um, cause I was actually, I came down over the weekend. I was going to get all this stuff, figure out what I needed to put KitKat back on, but it's just show you real fast. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty responsive now. I don't know if you can see it on a screen. Oh yeah. Could you describe, because I've heard you talk about doing that before and I don't, in my mind, I can't picture what you're doing. Me right. You mean to, uh, clear the partition cache yeah. you had to boot up to the boot recovery thing and um and i okay. can't remember it how and i should have wrote it down it's on youtube i followed one yeah, sure. and somebody was showing you how to do it on youtube okay. but he didn't have he had um he didn't have lollipop when i think he had kcat and it was you know, it still worked the same way and uh it really helped immensely because i couldn't even use facebook at all I mean, I was oh, wow. using some third-party app that to, to worked like Facebook. It was a Facebook clone. And um, now I'm, I put Facebook back on it. It's good. You know, it's not blazingly fast. It's it's, it's very usable now. I um, mean, it, it's not like my wife's Samsung Tab 8A, which hers is really very fast. But it's it's working well. I mean, it's good enough for me. I, you know, I'm watching TV. I want to see, you know, you know, my wife, she doesn't watch sports. but So I have to watch something with her. But I have it next to me. You know, I'm going to. Check out what the scores are. There you go. It's great. So we, when you boot up, that's that's one of the options is to clear the partition cache. Is that right? Yeah, you have to get in that recovery mode thing. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's like I, I forget. It's like maybe the down and the yeah. the I don't know the up volume and the power button. 
and look yeah. over the winding. You got to do a couple different things, it? but it's it's really easy. But I don't think I did it quite right the first time. What the heck is the partition cache? I'm not sure what. I don't even know what that is or what it does. Course, what what is? It. There's stuff still on there, even though it did a factory reset. There's still you know, files not in use. And it, I think it just gets rid of everything that's you know not, not part of the part of the uh, the OS. Um, at least that's how I, I read it. Interesting. Okay. All right. So you've done that before. I don't oh. think I did it the right way. I thought I did because uh, this way, because because you'll get to this one point where it looks like it's an error. You have to do another combination to get out of that. Then it gets you into the thing where the the menu to actually scroll down and do the cache thing. I'm going to find it and I'm going to post it. So, uh. Uh, the unofficial explanation: the system cache partition stores temporary system data. It's supposed to yeah. allow the system to access apps more quickly and efficiently. But sometimes things get cluttered now. They okay. Well, that just sounds like yeah. I mean, you know, clearing the cache, right? Mm -hmm. uh, periodic cache cleaning can help make the system run more smoothly. It's different from clearing individual app caches, and it won't lead to any loss of personal data or settings. Many authorities suggest a cache wipe after installing a system update. Well, you know what? So why is it buried? I, why would uh, I'm surprised it's that hard to get at if you know those with some tech savvy actually would want to do it periodically. Mm -hmm. um, You're right. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Okay, well that's good to know. Yeah, there's a ton of you'll if you go on YouTube, just search it like clearing a clear partition cache or whatever, and um, it definitely helped. Like I said, Facebook it just would not do anything. It would just I couldn't get it to load up, and uh, but now, and it's still not super fast. But once once I open up the first time, it's good. And so it's it's working good enough for me now. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's uh. Hey, I love success story. So, did last week did I talk about how the school we had pulled wire and the sheetrock guys had yes, sheetrocked yeah. it all in? All right. So yesterday, the contract who pulled the wires came out with. And uh, we started digging around, stuck my hand up in one of the holes because I, I didn't get up high enough. We stuck my hand up in one of the holes, reached in, and grabbed the cable. I thought, great. I started pulling it and knowing at some at some point it's going to stop because there's a bundle of cable at the end of it. Sure. And it kept pulling and pulling and pulling, and all of a sudden the end came out. Yeah, they had completely sheared the end off and oh, in an angle. Wow. And so it kind of looked like, a, uh, you know, it wasn't cut. They didn't cut it with scissors. They just kind of ripped it apart. So up there's still probably about another 50-foot spool of cable, but we were able to patch it and uh, finish the project last night, so we were talking about success stories. That was a, the downstairs sign lab. We pulled new cables for some new runs that they needed. Um, we The wireless is in, up and running. The AP is good, so that's a success story, even though it ended. Man, it was it was awful. They had they had done some they had done some weird stuff at this at this job, so. Was this old work or was this new construction? New construction. Well, it, it, new construction in an old building. But yeah. um, you know, when you're when you're pulling cable, when you need to do a cable run, you use what's called swoop ninety conduit. So you know, it's straight down ninety, right? It swoops because you have cables that need to go through yeah. it to them. So basically, you're going 180 degrees, and uh, we can't pull cable through it, even though there's a there's a there's a cord, there's a pull string already through it. We can't pull cable. So we didn't finish that run because we thought if we pull one cable, we may not be able to get the rest of the cables that need to go through there later. Right. So we left that one alone. Uh, hey, Mitch, you getting that too? Yes. Or is that just me? No. Okay. I'm even using Firefox. No, it's not that. It's, just, it's maybe more like an internet thing. You're, you're yeah, not, well, yeah. Yours was, yours was kind of cutting in and out a little bit earlier too, but I'll just talk slower. <laughs> that's, I don't know if that's going to... How do they any impact um, on that? Hmm. Yeah, that's. Uh, you know what? That's and that. You know what? That's that's just construction. I mean, you know, the trades step on each other's toes, and everybody does their best to get along. I mean, that is the hardest thing to overcome. If, if you know, if you go a construction job and you can keep everybody, you know, basically getting along, and you know, I man, I tell you, on uh, about this time of year when it's hot and a project has to be done. And hey, sometimes the tradesmen they just gotta go out on a Friday at lunchtime and just have a little fist fight and then go have some beers and everybody's happy again. I mean, sometimes it just gets that way. Um, it's tough. I mean, it's a tough environment and especially drywallers because man, they come in, they messing around. They got 
they're under the gun. That is hard work, and and they don't care about your little wires. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> they they don't. They don't. I mean, and, and look, I mean, that's that, that's look, that's very very hard work. It's that's good work, man. If you know, if you can do it, but um, that's not one of the more skilled professions. And I'm going to say that in a way that that's not to demean that's not to demean the uh, not to demean it at all. Um, but I, 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 I've, I've worked around enough drywallers that it's like, you know, I, I almost expect something to get cleared over, something to get, something to get, uh, uh, of course, I mean, that was an unusual situation you were dealing with there. Um, and, and I'm glad it all worked out all right, but I, I mean, I, I tell you, I, I cut them guys just a little bit of slack because, um, they, they throw that stuff up like it's, uh, man, like it's wallpaper, just sh- 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 back and forth. They don't mess around. So, um, yeah, that, that's the that's the part that's the hardest thing about construction, man. It's just getting everybody to keep getting along. Right, and I and I'm saying that what they did is is you know that it's not hard. I I understand that. I I I'm I'm not even a slightly bit jealous that they uh, to do their job. They are machines when it when it happens to that. But the but my thing is is that you know if you have all these people that are supposed to be working together and you have cables that have been ran, then don't cut them. You know, let's yeah. work together and not. Um, I, I, whether it was malicious or not, I'm going to give them to say that it wasn't malicious, but it was without um, a lack of thought. So malicious or not, there wasn't a whole lot of thought or care or concern put into it, and that's what bothers me, is that, yeah. um, is that, is that part. So in the same way that if I came behind you and you were working on a project, you know, we were working together on a project, uh, and you had parts out, I wouldn't just destroy them because they were in my way. We would probably oh, talk. Yes, you would. Well, if it was bitches, hell yeah. But you so much. Not as a rule, but if it was me specifically. <laughs> right, right. Not as a rule, but if it said, you know, this, this, uh, this. Oh my gosh, I just go down the river faster than you could say howdy doody. So I okay. So and I guess that here's what, what what's it boil down to? I mean, was this a was this an event or was this a pattern of behavior? Did a lot lot? Did, I mean, did you lose a lot of wires? Or, uh, did, did a lot of other people have their have their uh, you know wires buried? Uh, you know, receptacles uh, covered over? Yep. You know, yep. On, on. Oh, okay. All right. Well, in that case, then we got a real problem. And I, I'm going to start looking back at the drywallers. Yeah. No, they because, you know they cut my line, patched over. They they you know the one of the the, the pull string coming out of the other pipe at the other end of the building for another run, it was in their way, so they cut the pipe and then sheetrocked over it. Oh. So then we had to then the electricians had to come in and cut through the sheetrock to try to find the pipe so they can yes. then run another pull string through. You know. So I it was there was multiple multiple yeah. you know issues where where malicious or not, the lack of you know the common courtesy was not there. And that's that's frustrating. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it sounds like across the board there was a, uh, um, you know, just a, uh, a lack of uh, respect for the other trades, and you know that that you you don't get away with that for very long. No. But the job is done. It's complete. It works. Everybody's happy. It's all. Uh, it all went together. Uh, well, it took a little bit longer than we expected, but um, it all it, it's it's done, and that's that makes me happy. Boom. Beautiful. Excellent. Well, I'm glad that had a a good. A nice ending. It ended well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, what else? That was man. I, this has been one of these weeks where just some weird stuff. I mean, just random. I mean, good and bad. Um, so, so one of the things that I had found out. Um, so what what happened? Let's see. I'm trying to. I, I've got a couple notes and and uh, so okay. Well, this is this is one. Got a call two days ago regarding uh, the owner of a company who could not access QuickBooks and QuickBooks maps to the U drive. And I thought, okay, there's a, you know, the mapping is wrong or something, you know, something simple. And then I got an email shortly after that that I didn't see saying he also couldn't access some of the shared drives. I thought, okay, so this sounds like a mapping drive. And then I got a, a phone call saying um, this person's internet is no longer accessible. And I thought, okay, so now, you know, now, now we've pinpointed it away from map drives to internet, right? I, I believe these might be related. Right, exactly. So I get on site, and they tell me his internet is back up and running because he can access his email because okay. email's flowing, but he can't access the share drives. Hmm. All right. So I sit down, and I click on the share drives, and sure enough, nothing works. Go open up Internet Explorer. Everything works. No problem. IP addresses you get. 
no IP address. Mm. I right-click on the network, right, to open up the network connections. There are none. There's mm. nothing listed under network connections. Oh, yeah. So now nice. I'm thinking, well, it's a driver issue, right? Yeah. Open up System Manager. Hmm. I get a yellow X, I the yellow exclamation mark on the chip set on the driver. This thing's forked. Right. Okay. So I, 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 I mean, I, I would say, okay, driver, hardware, something. I mean, if he, right. if he, if he, if he, if he didn't have internet access, but I mean, if he's if he successfully browsed the internet, I mean, there's something, there's something bad there, there's something broken. Right. So, software. It sounds like software. Right. So, well, but right. I, there's infection no, but network. Pardon me. Sounds like an infection. Right. Well, he's not infected. I, 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 I okay. verified that, but he's also on managed antivirus, so I should get notified. Yeah. Um, well, at least it wasn't my initial assumption that he was infected. So I, um, I tried to reinstall the drivers, and it said process exception wouldn't let me, uh, wouldn't let me reload the drivers. So then I uninstalled it, including the drivers, went to reload it, process exception. Wouldn't let me do anything. Okay. Uh, so then I I went ahead and so now I'm now now he there's there's no there's nothing showing up in the in the network connections. There is nothing uh there's no drivers. Uh oh. You know what? Drivers? Pardon me? Well he's back. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you cut out for a good five, six, seven seconds there. Okay. Um, when we get new drivers from another laptop, put them back on the computer, uh, install them, it, and it wouldn't work. Still process exception. Yeah. Wouldn't install. So I thought, well, let me at least get them up and running by putting a wireless card. I have a little USB Asus you know, wireless adapter. Put it in there, go to load the drivers, process exception. Yeah. No drivers. The wouldn't work. So by now, I've been there for about 40 minutes, and I'm thinking, I'm going to have to take this home with me. So I take it back to my office, but on my way back to the office, I stop by a couple of, my, a couple of the, two, the two stores that are in the area, and because I'm looking for a PCIe NIC card, nobody has any. <laughs> which now makes me, which now concerns me, because I'm now dealing with another issue of well, if my two local shops that I always go to for hardware is are not having any of these anymore, I think that I've used, and everybody else is now using Amazon so much for for accessibility, that it's going to. I'm going to now start to feel it locally, even right. when I even when though I don't buy a lot of stuff local because I can get it cheaper online, and the company that I used to buy everything from local is more expensive, and they've downsized. They went from six employees to two, and they right. cut their they cut their shop in in about a third. So came home, started working on that computer, banged my head against it for a while, got a hold of him. He had some ideas that would make sense if it was some of some, some things were in play, and uh, I ended up having to leave and go play softball. Okay, well, ha- has this been solved yet? Yes, it's been resolved. Oh, okay, well, let me ask you a couple questions. Sure. Did you run System Restore? Um, no, no restore points. No. Oh man. Okay. Um, how about Linux Live Disk? Um, live CDs. Work just fine, and I can boot from my Pixie Boot server. Okay, so this thing's Windows is broken. All right, go ahead. All right, so start looking around, and everybody keeps saying, "Well, you know, the problem. You need to reload the drivers, and it's not the problem." And they, oh, just do a system restore. Well, somebody said I did, and it didn't fix it, but I didn't have any restore points. So it's it's probably 11:30 midnight, and I'm looking around uh, some more, you know, and I found it. Here's where it is. H key local machine. You gotta go into your registry. Go to H key local machine system current control set control and then network. Inside of there, there's a there's a key called config. You take that key called config and you rename it. Config old whatever doesn't really matter. Just rename it. Once it's renamed, reboot the computer. It then recreates itself and brings back all your network adapters. Okay. I don't like it though. How did it get like that? Yeah. I have no that's, idea. That's, that's what bothers me. It's uh, yeah. it was it was working, and but then why it, were there no restore points? Well, because they're I don't know. But that's I mean that's separate. That that may be somebody that set that up on the domain. I'll have to go back and look. All right. Okay. So it's working. It doesn't feel solved. I, I don't know. I don't like it. Where did it go? Hey, how about uh, how about uh, um, by chance? Um, what was the disk health? 
were there any issues with nope. the, uh, with the with the hard drive? Nope. I read. I would not, and well, here's the thing. And I couldn't even run D7. It would open and then close. It wouldn't even load all the way. I couldn't apps. They would open and then close. So it was it was really odd. Um, I ran ScanDisk on it and uh, SFC or you know ScanDisk or what is it SFC Scan Now came back completely clean. Um, wow. I was able to within D7 go to the config, go to you know deep under the folders, and I could run Crystal Disk, yeah. Blue, no problems. Just Windows 7. Windows 7 Pro on a domain. Oh, um, whether I logged in or the other user logged in, it didn't matter. I created a new profile, didn't matter. Uh, so this was definitely something. Well, it was in the registry. It was a little H key local machine. You you did all your malware scans beforehand, right? Malware scans, any any scan that I could run that wouldn't error out initially, I was able to run, no problems. Now, so I, I missed it in the beginning. Was this this wasn't a new install, was it? Oh, this is this computer. It's an it's a you know three year old computer, but yeah, it was working and then it stopped working. Yeah, something else, got so. yeah, it got it got something it, it got up somewhere. Yeah. But hmm. what was weird, like I said, is that you your control panel and you go in your network configurations where you can see all your adapters completely empty. No yeah, adapters were showing. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I could picture that because I, you know, uh, my machine here just recently it got zapped. I mean, it physically damaged the the onboard Ethernet adapter. So, I, so I know what that looks like. But at the same right. time, to still have internet connectivity, but then to have that, that's just bizarre. I mean, I could see how you, I, I could see the fix. I, I wonder. It, but I wonder if you would have, if if you, if you would have deleted everything in, or did you say you did that? Delete everything in Device Manager and reboot. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, no. I I deleted. Well, it was only one adapter. I've deleted the adapter. I uninstalled it with the drivers rebooted. It came back up unknown. I said, you know, reinstall. Here's the drivers, and it said process exception. Yeah, he even yeah he even attempted installing a wireless net. Yeah, any any network card I put in there. uh, Yeah, it's something. So, but I could boot, like I said, boot from my Pixie server. So the net, the NIC was active. It was actually getting stuff. So and it was a live live Linux CD booting just fine, no problem. So it was definitely Windows. Yeah. But but if somebody runs into that issue again, where you have them uh, in the show notes, but there's a registry key that you can just modify, and then it will back. Sounds like it got maybe infected yeah, one got, time or another, and it was fixed, but it didn't fix everything. It was broken. But it was working. I mean, I had worked on this machine. Oh, a week beforehand, moving data around, and it was working fine, no problem. Oh, sunspots. He was on vacation. Sunspots. Yep, sunspots. It it might have just been one of them hiccups where the user kicked the plug or the surge t- or something. And he he was on it, vacation, and it didn't. Well, maybe whatever happened. Maybe it right. didn't shut down gracefully, or something weird happened. I, I mean, we'll chalk it. It happens. It's usually not something quite as obvious as that, but uh, you know, I. I have a feeling you're going to hear from this machine again, but I, I hope it was just a uh, you know one of those just rare, really uh, rare, uh, rare events. I, I have I've had issues, but even a clean install it wouldn't do it. But then come to find out after examining the motherboard, it had the leaking capacitors. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's fixed, but it's working now. Yeah. Yep. And huh. interesting. Well, good. Okay. I don't feel it's fi- I don't feel that story's finished, but. We'll, well yeah, right I don't know. Now. But right now it's it's working. Yeah. But anyway, um I uh I big thumbs up for uh being tenacious and, and, and working it through. I would have I would have I don't know if I would have fought it that far. Well, I, I I needed it back up and running the next day and I had either I was gonna work all night on it or not. But I once I finally got this up and running, really it was nothing. I did all the Windows updates and scanned it and checked for viruses, it was came back completely clean after it was updated. After I can get line. D7 and just fine once it was online, so I don't know. Yeah. That you know, man, I don't know. I, the uh, system file checker, SFC space forward slash scan. Now I I can't believe that came back clean. I, that's why I'm thinking that just had to be some really weird hiccup. I don't. Anyway, all right. Well, I'm not gonna blow it. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. So that worked out good. Good. Um, let's see. That when was our last? Is this did school start this week? Yeah, it did. I think last week here. Or the week before. Last week, yeah, I deployed. Yeah, because I deployed. I deployed all my access points um, for that one school. That's good. Got that up and running. Um, they they want me to work on their phone system now. That's not a problem. I'm up and running with their phone system. <laughs> I know some good drywallers that can come in behind you. Oh my gosh! No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. 
Um, so be, because the school is using open mesh devices, and I've talked about them, I've talked about them on the show before, um, I upgraded all of their access points. So, so I'm hearing you. Where he's back? I'm hearing you fine, Tim. Yeah. Sorry. So in OpenMesh, the firmware that you get from the manufacturers is version four. Within the CloudTracks console, you can upgrade the firmware to version five. And I've done that at my house, and I've been using my OpenMesh as my primary access uh, access point just for for some testing here. Okay. One of the things that I noticed the other day was, um, is that my cutting out? No, yeah. I think he's, he's reborn, you Mitch. No, he's laughing at me. I, nah. He just lets out. I yawned. Yawn. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, me. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm old. Be- Don't forget, I'm old and like it, you know. It's okay, Mitch. We won't wake you up. I'm not bored. What's up? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm joking. Good night, Mitch. Good. Go to sleep. <laughs> I can't. I gotta watch some football tonight, man. I'm jacked. Well, you're all jacked, and you shouldn't be sleeping. <laughs> I'm not. I just yawned. He just laughed because I yawned. I, I think you were asleep. Don't forget, I get up like five thirty, you five twenty every morning or oh, earlier. Yeah. I was up at four fifty this morning. Yeah, well, you don't sleep either, so. Well, okay. Um. Upgraded my the firmware and in the firmware upgrade you can there's more monitor there's better monitoring there's better graphics uh, better reporting but one of the things that I noticed was I had so for testing on my phone sometimes I'll put my phone and I'll use uh, Verizon's DNS or Google's DNS so I get around you know kind of just use another DNS go to sleep oh you weren't supposed to see that. Uh, That's why I I turned the camera off so I won't distract anybody. You you turned it back on too soon, though. No. Uh, Anyway, I'm going to finish my story. Um, One of the things I had noticed with some testing is that in version, I don't know if it's a version 5 or 4 because now I don't have any version 4 open mesh firmware here, is that I put open DNS as the primary DNS on the second SSID. So in open mesh, the first SSID is the um, is the is the SSID that gets the IP addresses for the ten dot. It has its own IP address scheme. Um, that's where you're gonna have it for like guest networks. Um, the second SSID you can mark it and you can put a checkbox in it to get its IP addresses from the local LAN. So your computers will pass through Open Mesh and talk to your local router or server or whatever is holding your DHCP and get an IP address from there. Oh my gosh. Uh, so. There, if, if people who can't see this video, they're both yawning at me I'm now. Not, it's, I'm legit. Oh, come on, now, come on. Now. I, I, Tim, I'm Tim really is, interested Tim's in this. About it. Tim's got a blanket, warm milk, and a teddy bear. A teddy bear. Uh, I know. My, I'm a fake yawning to try and induce induce yawns you're, and Mitch so that we can laugh at him. So well, you're getting nah. me. That's the problem. <laughs> you're making me yawn. My my dog yawns and it makes me yawn. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty uh, sensitive to that. Miles away. Uh, I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, where was I going with this? Oh yeah. So what I was finding is that I put the open, I put the um, open DNS in the domains in the in the DNS for the second SSAD, which is on my LAN. Okay. So what should happen then is that my the the computers on the LAN through Open Mesh will actually get their DNS. They're queried by OpenDNS if they don't have anything set on their adapter, right? The problem we have with OpenDNS is that if you change your local machine to something besides OpenDNS, it goes around OpenDNS. That's a problem I've had in the past. That's one of the reasons why I've been looking at like PFSense or something like that to put inside of these residents. Um, and what I mean residents is apartment complexes with open wireless for the resident use um, because they're going around OpenDNS. What I found in testing was... If you put the open DNS information in your local, Mitch, you're making me yawn. I know you. I know you. I didn't see you, but I could hear you. Darn it! Now I'm yawning. Um, what I was finding is that even with when you put open DNS in the second SSID and or on the second, and yeah, if you put open DNS in the DNS on the second SSID, which is going to talk to your LAN, your computers should talk to that. If you to go around that, you would just change it on your local machine. Even when I changed it on my local machine, I couldn't get around OpenDNS. It locked it in. 
So therefore, it seems like, and I'm going to do some more testing with this, but initially, if you're using open mesh devices on the second SSID that allows you to attach to your LAN, put OpenDNS in there, anything coming in through that second SSID, even if they make the change on their local machine to a different DNS provider, they cannot bypass OpenDNS. Interesting. So if this works, this is a quick and easy $120 you know, box that I can put in all of these different sites, manage it all in one console, and there we go. Now the resident wireless gets all from OpenDNS, I mean from, from these boxes. Sure, sure. Ah, very nice. So I thought that was, I just happened to come, I just happened to be messing with some stuff, and I was like, wait a minute, I'm getting filtered for some reason, and here I am. Hmm. I wonder, uh, is that a feature? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know what's, I mean, I mean, you put the DNS in there, but I don't know if, I didn't see anything in, in there that says don't, you know, don't allow, you know, uh, I didn't see anything in there that, that either allowed or denied you passing or going around that. But by putting it in there, it seems like if, I mean, of course, if you don't, it says optional. So if you don't put anything in there, it's going to get DNS from your router because that's, or for your DHCP server or, or whatever. You know, it's yeah. going to get it from that device. But if you, sounds like if you put it in your open mesh, it's going to pull that and not allow you to go around it. And this is not, and like I said, this is not on the, this is not on the public wireless where you would put this into a coffee house. So I, I'm, I'm going to test it there as well because if that works, then we can definitely lock people out of a coffee at a, like my coffee shops that I work at. I can definitely lock it there. And I'm so I'm curious if this is a feature with the version five firmware on these devices. Oh, okay. Cause you updated the firmware. I, yeah. I, uh, I put it together now. Okay. That is a, um, well, that's outstanding. Cause I, I know that's an issue you've tried to resolve, you know, how do you do this? And you know what, to actually have these things, you're, you know, you're putting them in place. Boom. It's already got the solution in it. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah, and I don't, I, you know, they don't tout this as a solution. They don't say that this is a feature, but if it's if it's just it just is, then that's a, a win for me, and that actually goes in my favor. Yeah. Oh, very good. So, digging it. Yeah, that was cool. I, I enjoyed cool. that. Yeah, that's a nice discovery. Because I mean, you just like it was kind of a happy accident you even discovered that. Yeah. See what else have I done this week? Do you guys have anything before I move on to another topic? Or hey, just real quick, I want I want to um I want to point out something about Windows 10 that I discovered that I, I really like, um and it's kind of pathetic that that I'm happy about this because <laughs> um this 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 should have been I I don't understand why this was so difficult but it was so nice I um I have a Bluetooth headset. I plugged in a little Bluetooth adapter. And it worked. It, yeah, it worked like it should have. And, and you know what? It, maybe it's not Windows 10. I, I was, maybe Windows 8.1 or whatever would have done the same thing. I don't know. Um, if it did, that's great. It's about stinking time because I, you know, when Windows 7, you know, Windows 7, I don't understand why Bluetooth support was so horribly difficult. You know, you plug the thing in. Well, I don't have the drive, so you got to go find the drivers. Well, what chips? I don't know. I just bought the thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know what chips it is. I got to find the chip and put the driver in. Well, it has limited, you know, features. It's like this is so stupid. You know, I, I get a flip phone. For I, matter of fact, I find a flip phone in the garbage. I, I could pull it out and, and connect it right up Bluetooth to my heads. I don't understand why this was so difficult with all this hardware and all this software. You know, so finally, and it just just on a lark, I plug that in. Boom! It was it just very happily installed it. It very happily just connected to my. Now I'm, it there there were still some issues that I, I think that you know just from not using. It, I was trying to figure some things out, but I mean it was like finally this. And it shouldn't surprise me. I mean this is like designed to go you know on the phones and the tablets and to this and that. And so you know to see it work like it should should have been a huge surprise. But I don't know why it took so long. If anybody knows, I you know help me out. But um. I just don't understand why Bluetooth support in these computers, you know, it, obviously when you get a laptop and it has the Bluetooth stuff and, you know, it already comes with drivers and everything. And so that was nice. But I mean, if you had a desktop and you had a, you know, a USB adapter, it was a, it was a complete nightmare. So I was very glad about that. Here's something on Windows 10 I just don't like. Why did my screen on the recording machine for the show, it just goes dim and I had set it to never shut down, never turn off display. And uh, 
Deborah put it to sleep while while one power, and it just did it. It dimmed it, or it turned the display off. It, it turned the display off, black. Um, Is your screensaver on? Mm, that's a good question. Let me check that one. Maybe you have that infection that, that eats your screen. <laughs> oh, there it is. Mm, I'll check it. I don't want to mess. I don't want to mess. I don't want to lose the recording. <laughs> um, you still there, Martin? Oh yeah. Um, Thor posted this um, that he got from somewhere. Twelve sites that teach you coding. Oops, coding for free. Um, oh yeah, it was really interesting because um, I I messed around with Visual Basic way back in the day, very little, and um, that's something that might be a hobby when I retire, something to do, you know. So I post it there, and you know, do it here if you want to keep it for show notes. So Visual Basic, which I think now is Visual Studio, and that's what uh, pretty sure it's what D seven is built on. Yeah, that I I'm not 100 percent sure, but that does sound that does sound correct. No, I'll t- I talk to Nick almost every week, and I hang out on Saturdays. Yeah, so this 12 sites that will teach you coding: mm-hmm. Code Academy, Concoursa, edX, Udemy, GitHub, MIT OpenCourseWare, Hack Pledge. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here. That is cool. Well, even like GitHub is number six, and it says you can find more than 500 free programming books that cover more than 80 different programming languages on the popular web-based. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah, I think I bought a book. This is like 15 years, yeah, maybe longer. Sam's teach you teaches you Visual Basic and whatever. Remember those Sam's books? Oh, I, I learned front page off of a Sam's book. Yeah, and yeah. I, mm-hmm. it was. I, you know, I've, I've never flown through a book. Well, that's not true. I've never flown through a computer book that fast, but it really, um, they're still around, but mm-hmm. I find that the Sam's books are, are definitely step one, step two, step three, and they build off of each other, and they're fairly simple to use. Exactly, exactly. I so mean, I've always been a big fan of them. I mean, like I, what did I do? Build a, I don't know, made a clock or something. I can't remember in the uh, Visual Basic. I mean, I was doing everything right, but I didn't really understand it. It was just... You know, but I just, I don't know why I lost interest. Cause it's, cause really, if programming, I guess Visual Basic is one of the easier ones cause it's a object oriented language. And, um, but, uh, I should have stuck with it though. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've never tried. I mean, I've done some HTML coding and some Java coding for, but that's all web page stuff. I just, I'm not a programmer. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's tedious. I don't get excited to do it. At all, I I did and I did some HTML. This is before, like now you have CSS and you know you, you can have all these um, WordPress and whatever. Um, which I guess in the long run you learn that it makes it easier. But to me, I I thought just using plain HTML, just coding everything, using Notepad or whatever, that was easy. Even though it took a while, it was easier for me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. like I said. I have other I have friends who do it and that's what they do. I mean, you look at, you know, Matthew Rodella and people right, like that right. and they, they that's what they do and they love it and I, I I nope. I'm sure you can make a nice living making web pages, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I mean I just I would much rather I mean even last night going through working with this guy, he's pulling cables and he's up in the ceiling and he's doing stuff. I I was there, I was helping him out, but that is not that's not what I want to do. I you know, once the right, jacks right, are done right. and the punch downs and everything it looks pretty, then let me take it from there and let me build the network and let me go that route. But I don't have any desire to crawl bases and you know, I don't even have a drill for Pete's sake. I mean I I have a drill, but you know, this guy comes out with his saws and you know, everything and I don't have half of the tools that he had because <laughs> but yet I was showing him some of my fluke devices and he's like, Oh, that's cool. I don't heaven knows, you know. Funny funny we, you we say that funny you say that about a drill, because I used to drill this morning to drill two more notches in my belt. <laughs> I bought this Wait. new belt. It's a size fifty. And uh but it was probably a little too big. I had to draw uh, well, it's drill too big. Oh, that's good. You put the <laughs> air away. You, yeah. you, to, you didn't have to let it out. Well, uh, that's what I was. I didn't know where to go with that. I was like, uh, "Is that good or bad?" I'll let somebody else. Either, it doesn't matter. Either way, it's bad. I shouldn't be nowhere well, near. No, it's good. Good job. <laughs> I'm gonna have to drill a hole in my belt, but I've been losing some weight, so I'm sorry. Not me. All right. So I got an email today. Oh, go ahead. Now I was gonna say. Nope. I wasn't sure if you were yawning again. No, no, no. You were gonna have a guy. You had a guy come out the house to. Uh, oh. Yes. How did that go? Oh, to install okay. cable. Okay. Okay. So well, he came out to proposal. And I forgot to tell my wife, so my wife shows up, and there's a guy in our house. And she's like, oh, hey. <laughs> so he comes out, and 
Um, apparently, well, because he has worked at our neighbor's home, they actually wired our house already with Cat5, but they used them for the phone jacks. So they were just using two pairs instead of four pairs. Yeah. Um, but I only have three phone jacks in my house, so he would have to put new... He would have to roll new cables, but uh, I just had picked up... Um, I mentioned it. I just had picked up from the county or from the city my network, my whole house diagrams, everything, the electrical, the whole contractor stuff. So we were able to go look through there and look at where all the cables were, which was nice. Um, anyways, what I want him to do is put new jacks in, everything like that. It turns out to be about $1,600. Um, I haven't gotten an official proposal yet, but see, that's him rerouting all the data, putting in three more plates, um, converting the current plates, phone plates into EIT, and then that's a rack um, punch down all the cables coming back in, getting punched down, putting a, a couple splitter boxes in another location of the house where the cable is. So that's him doing everything. It is a little steep, but it's professionally done, wired correctly. Um, Guaranteed. I, I, yeah, I haven't seen the actual proposal from him yet, but that was kind of his ballpark. $100 was what it would cost. So, And, you know, $500 of that is going to be just the hardware that I want him to put in. If I mean, I guess he could... He could just pull it down and let it dangle in the in the in the in the closet here, and I could I could put a rack in, but I don't want to do the punch downs and all that. You know, I'll let him do all that. Did Did you say your house was wired with Cat Five, but they use it yes. for the they use that for the phone line? Yeah, and you do that. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. wire. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they that's what they did because he said, "Oh, I think you already have Cat Five in your house." And I said, "I don't see it." And we pulled the phone we pulled the phone plates off, that's and sure enough, using, yeah. there they are. So. Because what we happen, what happens is in my house from the garage, there's one line that goes up to a master bedroom, and there's a plate, and that's where all of the all of the other lines for the house come into. So we have to run, basically run. We'd have to patch it from here, run it down, and then back up to the house. So all the all the lines get connected, and so there's a there's a there's a back path that it has to take, uh, and that's part of the that's part of the expense. We did see that. He would have to go without looking. It looks like there is a conduit though that goes straight from the from the attic to the crawl space. It's already in place, so that's nice because he doesn't have to drill holes or anything. You can just run snake right down that conduit. You could get rid of your landline. <laughs> well, I don't have a landline. Oh, so what? What part of this um, do you not want to do yourself? All of it. Okay. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to crawl around in the, my attic. I don't want to crawl around the crawl space. I don't want to. Okay, okay. so, the, so the, you know. okay, so there is, okay, there is enough of that element that it's like, screw it. Exactly. Uh, okay. All right. I got you. I got you. In my, cool. um, when I lived in my townhouse twenty some odd years ago, uh, was, uh, I put a, an attic antenna in there, and of course I had the rafters, and sure enough, I fell once, and had this oh, Jamie, big. This I didn't go through it, but I had a crack. A little crack, you know, in the ceiling. I had to fix. It didn't go all the way through, but yeah, stupid. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I just don't want to do that. Yeah. So, I heard you. That's yeah. That's really a lot of it is not necessarily. Um, we can't. It's just just I'm late. I mean, that's just not what I want to do. I'll do it remotely. Perfect. <laughs> See now, go. if I you know, and this guy, he's he's the contractor. This is what he does for a living. Um, you know, so just be in and out. Yeah, I mean, it would probably take him. He said it would probably take him ten hours, but I think I'm not. He's like, nah, I don't think it's really going to take me that long. And part of, and he everything would be nice and done. He would new panels in and All stuff. So I, I am confused. You said he it is Cat Five, but they tied it off with phone. I'm confused. Well, because okay, so they just basically they just use Cat Five, and at the phone jacks in the wall, you can pull those off, and they just because phone only uses four four lines four cables right out of the out of the eight that are in cat five they just used four of them and then took the other two and they just wrapped it back around it but, but itself. you don't have a landline anyway right no but there but there's the oh, you don't the you don't want to you don't want to undo it yeah right right so but he'll you, just but you could though if you wanted right he'll just pull the plates off cut the cat five put new ends on it and then or punch it down to, to ethernet and then at the other side he'll put it in a panel and everything Oh, so oh, he is going to use the same cat fob you have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I yeah. misunderstood. Then, okay. Yeah, because that's already ran to those gotcha, three right. locations, which is just um, my office, no kitchen, the little nook, which nobody would use, but since it's there, we might as well use it. And then I believe, oh, and then the master bedroom. Those are the only three phone lines in the house, or phone connections, data connections. But we're going to put one down by the media center, and then two, um, one in each of the kids' rooms. 
Um, they share a wall, so that would be just one, you know, two lines straight down and yeah. pop it out type thing. But he'd cut, he would cut the holes in the walls and do all of that. So I'd make a bigger mess. I got you. So hey, we'll, we'll, yeah, well, I look. Look, I, you could do it. Even if you didn't want to, you could do it. If you had the free sure. time, you could do it. I, it's like I, I, I understand exactly where you're at. It's kind of like you know, I enjoy working on my car. Am I so busy that I can't make some free time to to work on my car? No, I'm not. If I was really really slammed, would I want to spend two hours changing my oil? And do, no, of course not. That would be crazy. I mean, there there's a a, a cost benefit analysis. There's, it's um, uh, it, it's uh, uh in in uh in economics it's called um, return on investment. No, it's oh, diminished uh, returns. No, it's something else. <laughs> it's it, it's uh, oppor- it, it's called opportunity cost. It's like, you know, I can do this or I can do that. Okay, well, doing this, you know, will save me twenty bucks in my pocket. But the opportunity cost, I'll lose a hundred dollars in, in, in work that I would be doing over here. So although oh, yeah. it, I would be saving a little bit of money here, you know, the opportunity cost, you know, I would actually be losing money. And that that's kind of where you're at. You you are so busy. It's it's. It, you know, it's a very, very quick calculation. You, you know, you, you don't even have to factor in whether you want to do it or not. You know, I'm busy making money, making money, making money, making money over here. But you know what? Just pay the professional to come in here and do this while I'm being a professional over there and doing that. You know, I mean, that's right. I mean, that's kind of where you're at. Right. right. And so there's, you know, mathematic. Ma- this is a mathematical decision. Mathematical. <laughs> this is a, we're doing maths. Um, I mean, this, this is a you know, this is this is just a, it's a calculation whether you want to do it. Or, no, I don't have the free time to do it if I wanted to. You know, I would just get him to pay it, and uh, you know, of course, I suppose some portion of that could probably be written off a home office or whatever. Well, yeah. But, um, you know, and so you, know, you put you know you figure all that in. No, I just just get the professional, get him in, get him out. It's a day. I mean, be done with it. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, like, you would you would spend half a day running back and forth to the store buying all the crap you need. Exactly. Well, I need I would need a saw. I would need to cut drywall. I would need boxes and patches and a fishing line. But not not you know like for Cat Five. I need it for networking. I hear you. And and I would just get frustrated. It would take me days to do it. Where he can come in and out. He knows what he's doing. He did the house next door. He's you know, yeah, he is what he does. Yep. Yeah. In, in the same way that, you know, he wouldn't be able to come in and put a network together in a patch panel. I mean, he'd patch panel, but, you know, uh, configure a domain controller right. and get all that up running. He, that's sense. what he would call me, and I would, you know, and he does. He says he's got other people that he calls out for things like that, and, uh, you know, yeah. Exactly. So here is a question that came to me just prior to me going to pick up my kids today. Oh, uh, by the way, let me get this out. We did start school here, and that uh, both kids are in school now. And it's Patch Tuesday, so or at least it was Patch Tuesday yesterday. So I wanted to throw that out there. So if you have uh, any of your Windows machines, get them patched. Fifty, I think it was twelve, a whole bunch of stuff. Fifty-six stuff were updated. Fifty-six vulnerabilities. Um, Edge was updated, so Microsoft Ten was updated this month. Um, yeah, get those patched. So uh, prior to me me going to pick up my kids today, I got a phone call. What what happens in okay? So when you're on your local machine and you move file from you know place one to place two, you you just move it or copy it, and it says, hey, do you want to do this? Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, depending on whether you choose to move or copy, right? Um, if you delete it on your local machine, it says, do you want to delete? And you hit yes or no. And you hit yes, and it goes to your recycle bin. If you have a drive that goes to your network share somewhere on another machine, you hit delete. It'll ask you, do you want to delete it? Yes or no. And then you hit yes, it goes away. It doesn't go to cycle bin, it just bypasses it. If you're on a map drive and you accidentally close, sure. Uh, if you're on a map drive and you, uh, sorry, if you're on a map drive and you go to move the document, the document just moves. Um, so the trouble my client was having was that she was, uh, the files were getting moved and then she couldn't find them and it was causing a lot of problems from her with her. I said, I don't know if there's a file out there, a program out there that'll do this. I found one just this afternoon. It's called Drag Drop Confirm, um, and it's from broken-e.com slash drag drop confirm. It's an executable that you need to put on your machine. Uh, You can run it on the server, but it doesn't matter because it actually runs on your local machine 
what this will do is every time you go to move a file, it says, are you sure you want to do this? Confirming you want to move this. Now, it'll probably become a pain because every time you go to move a file, you're going to get prompted for this. But in her situation, she's going to force it to be used at this at this on this <laughs> at this local company because of that. Um, yeah. So, I just thought I'd throw that out there. One of those ones that I thought that's a weird weird question, but somebody had found it, somebody had uh, worked on it, and then created this file, uh, this this application, this local application. Yeah, so. That's a very specific solution for a very specific issue. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's just a couple of the things that I wanted to, that I had for tonight. Um, Nothing too fan, nothing too new, too big or anything like that. I know that we've got some football games coming up, and everybody wants to get their get their snacks prepared, sit down, watch some football. I'm gonna go play a doubleheader at softball. So ah, we had rain. We had rain yesterday. We got rained out. So nah, we're doing nice here. Good deal. Cool, cool. Well, a little a little show, but that's all right. We we it's uh, better better something than nothing. It's fun. <laughs> it's always fun. It is fun. It definitely is fun. Definitely fun. And you know. I, it's just been one of those weird weeks. I've been in the car so much this week. I haven't, you know, I come home late at night and end up working. Um, you need a driver. I do need a I need to just hire Uber to drive me around. How's your new little car? You like it? I, I do like it. Um, filled it up for the second time because uh, the first time it came with a half tank of gas, so then I started a uh, program. There's a great Android app out called Fuel Buddy that I used for it. I can put all my fuel information in there it calculates my miles per gallon so first time fueling it up um, 30 miles to the gallon good deal Love it. so we'll we'll see as time goes on how, how well that how well that stays but um, yeah fuel fuel buddy uh, it's got a free app but then you can pay like three bucks and it gets rid of some sponsors and stuff but you can add photos and yeah I mean there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do with it um, I I need to send that off to door at uh, Android App Addicts to mention that because it's a that's a pretty cool app for just being able to calculate your miles per gallon. That that doesn't help you find gas stations, right? It will. Yeah. So I'm think I have I have I've used Gas Buddy. For yeah, me too. Yeah. A long time, and that's that's amazing. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Cool. Very nice. Yeah. I mentioned people want to get a hold of us. Uh, we've got some emails, but we're going to get to that. Nobody's been sending us voicemails. That's all right. Uh, yeah, send us your emails at geeksterspodnuts.com. And we need some voicemails at 7076. Sorry, 707 676 3688. Yeah, we haven't had any of those for a while. Oh, we need happens. them. Yeah. All right, Tim, if you want to get a hold of you, tell you, I don't know, go Steelers? Yeah, yeah, you know, hey, go Steelers. Go Geeksters. Hey, Tim, go to hell. Uh, I'm Tim Bauermeister on the G Plus. I'm gonna I'm gonna write you something in G Plus now that says Okay. Go, Whatever, go. I mean, you know, hey. That's all good. Cool. Yeah, it's it's all, all good, good baby. I'm uh Mark dot com, M Obando in the Google Plus, uh Obando Computing in the in the Hangouts. Uh, I come into Podnets hangout every and then just kinda I'm there when I'm working. Uh, guys, thanks for coming out and joining us tonight. Uh, it's a pleasure as always to do a Geister show with you. Uh, all right, guys, have a great fiscal week, and don't forget to be gruntled. Bye, guys. Bye.